1: Today, our guest is Alex Kolodinko. Thanks for being on the show, Alex.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Alex
1: Kolodinko. Yeah, I'm happy to have you on the show. I know this is a, an interesting topic that we all need to hear. And, and if you're not already investing in real estate, or if you are, you need to understand this so you can help convince other people to invest in real estate. So great conversation ahead, but a little about Alex. He has 10 years of experience in real estate investing with single family homes, tax deeds, liens, money lending, and fix and flips. Also has spent the last 20 years in the high tech software industry in the Bay Area. Now his focus is on commercial real estate investments because of the simplicity of being a passive investor, scalability, and tax efficiencies. He also co-founded Wealthy Mind Investments to fulfill his lifelong passion for helping people. Alex, thank you very much for your time, and I appreciate your focus in helping other people and helping them create wealth. But give the listeners a little more about what your focus is right now and who you are, and maybe a little more about where you're located, and let's dive in.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Whitney, for having me on the show. I've been a big fan of listening to so many amazing podcasts and continuous learning. So a little bit about myself. Originally, I I'm from Ukraine. I've lived in Bay Area in the Silicon Valley for the last 20 years or so. And my background is being in Silicon Valley, you can't ignore uh, being part of it. So I've been working for various startups and uh, large financial institutions, and other software companies, and just been really focused on my career for a long time, but always wanted to have a side gig in terms of having a business where I can also take advantage of the tax efficiencies. Being in a W2 job, as you know, there's a lot of pros, but there's a lot of cons when it comes to taxation. And for the last 10 years or so, I've studied real estate, started investing in single family homes, tried all kinds of different things in between, including fix and flips and tax liens and deeds, and really decided to focus on commercial real estate where I've invested in over the last few years, I've invested probably in close to over 50 or so syndications. And once I started collecting Passive income, the light bulb went on and I continued to acquire more properties. And now my partner and I decided to launch Wealthy Mine Investments and we're super happy and excited to spread our knowledge and help other people along the way.
1: Wow. No, that's awesome. And it's awesome you have that much experience investing in real estate as well and in syndication. So and I know you're going to help us think through the pros and cons or why people should consider real estate versus the stock market and bonds and other things like that. And I just think as an operator, I'm always looking to educate myself on other things outside of real estate because those conversations come up. I'm talking to a potential investor and maybe they don't know much about real estate, which I can talk about but they may be very educated on the stock market, and and I need to know some stuff about the stock market to be able to have that conversation with them. So anyway, you know, get us started. And I know, you know, at the Wealthy Mind Investments, you all are helping people create wealth and I'm probably changing their mindset about some of this stuff. But get us started with thinking about real estate versus the stock market or something else. Yes.
0: So this is how the idea for the business came. Is. To begin with, you know, you have to have sort of a obviously wealthy mind to attract the wealth, right? So that's the idea behind that. And, you know, being in Silicon Valley, you can't ignore the stock market. I mean, there's so many giants around the corner where I live. I can actually see Oracle from the window of my house. I've been investing in the stock market for a very, very long time, and I've been semi-successful. And I know many people experiencing semi-success as well. But when I started to look at what ultra-wealthy, uber-wealthy people do, and I began to notice you know, major differences, especially for people in a very high, over $10 million net worth. Primarily, their net worth is tied to either some assets that are income producing assets or equity in a business. So they are not very tied down to the stock market as much. In fact, the middle class wealth is primarily based on equity in their primary residence. And once I started learning a little bit more, by the way, we have in-depth report on our website is the guide for busy professionals how to evaluate real estate syndication versus stocks. I started to notice some major differences, such as, you know, yes, stock market is, it's a very easy entry to buy in, right? For very little money, you can just buy a few stocks, penny stocks. It is very liquid. So let's say, you know, you decide to liquidate your asset tomorrow, you just sell. You just click on the button, and it's over, right? And historically, it's been doing well, right? On average, it's about 10%. But when you look at the ponds, it's very volatile. You know, we've seen many companies that were Fortune 500 companies and now they're nowhere to be found. At one point on any given day, you see the market spikes as well as downturns where you could lose 20, 30% or sometimes even more in a single investment. And it is possible to lose your entire investment. Now, when you start comparing them to real estate, one of the best and biggest benefits of real estate is the tax benefits specifically the tax cash flow together with some depreciation and bonus depreciation and cost aggregation that you can, you know, figure out a way as an investor to receive very tax efficient, almost tax-free cash flow. And that's what got me excited about On top of that, because of the appreciation and 1031 exchanges, you can defer your capital gains and income pretty much indefinitely, if you structure it well, right? And one of the biggest pros also is being able to leverage, to utilize an amazing leverage system that we have in place. interest rates historically been very low, for a very long time and hopefully it will continue to be that way with nobody has a crystal ball. Also having the, you know, a physical asset versus a paper asset. So that's an additional pro. Yes, there's also cons when it comes to syndication specifically. Is it's a lot high entry point as far as the barrier to invest, right? So you cannot invest with a thousand dollars to begin with. It is not liquid. So we tell our investors, yes, there will be a whole period, a minimum of three to five, possibly even longer. And there are some regulations, you know, specific to commercial real estate that are involved where you have to have a pre-existing condition, you have to be accredited investors, you have to qualify. And when I meet with people, I tell them, hey, you know, I'm not telling you to cash out of the stock market and move your entire portfolio into a single or even multiple syndication, right? But as part of the overall plan, and as far as your entire portfolio, why don't you look at what other people do? Yes, you haven't been exposed to that, as an option when it comes to real estate investing on the commercial side but let's take a look and see whether this makes sense for you
1: yes so just a couple of things you mentioned there i was thinking about owning an actual physical property as opposed to paper or you know like the stock market if we have another crash if you can weather that storm most people still you know their values still came back right but in the stock market if it's gone it's it's just vanishes right
0: It is possible. I mean, we've seen these fiascos with Enron or MCI, another company where you know, it's a Fortune 500 company and all of a sudden it was gone. And some people, entire 401k and lifetime savings were invested in that particular stock.
1: 25, 30 years commitment to that company and invested into that stock expecting they're going to get this big retirement. And then all of a sudden they have nothing
0: exactly you have nothing and you know we also need to keep in mind where you know we've been brainwashed by wall street for a very long time i mean you can't escape or ignore it you see on the billboards driving on the freeway you know prudential swap you look at the super bowl or uh, any nfl commercials there's always some kind of a promotion we just talked about it recently with a friend of mine is some brokers firms have completely dropped the trading fees. You can actually trade stocks now free of charge because I think what's happening is, and there is no official numbers for that, a lot of people started to consider alternative investments and real estate is, as we all know, is alternative investment, right? So as part of your overall portfolio, it's good to allocate some of the assets toward the cash flowing, tax efficient investments, such as real estate specifically commercial
1: the way I was raised, it was, you know, you're going to get a good job. And then I think kind of like you said, you just assume that that J-O-B has a retirement set up and that it's going to kind of take care of you. And and I, I wasn't raised around entrepreneurs or real estate investors. And so growing up, you know, I would have thought then well, that I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to stick to this thing over here that seems to be what's working or what I know most about until I've eventually took the other side. But, you know, I didn't I didn't know any better. Didn't even wasn't educated about it, but was just raised to think that's just what's safe. That's just what we do exactly?
0: I mean, I can totally relate because what everybody else is doing is pretty much the same. What your neighbor or coworker does, and even if you look at your current 401k options, you're not going to find real estate there as well. And they could have possibly stick at least a REIT fund in there, but more often than not, it's 99% mutual funds and uh, stocks
1: yeah so alex you know do you is there anybody that you talk to that's like you tell them don't put everything in real estate or maybe we should look at some stock
0: oh well don't get me wrong i never recommend everything again to take out of the stock market and invest in real estate i still hold apple for example as one of the best performing stocks that for me but as an overall portfolio i tell people do you have a plan in place how much asset allocation do you have to begin with, so most people kind of are sort of on autopilot. They just create an allocation, you know, 80% of the stocks, 20% of, of the bonds, and they never go back and figure out a way, you know, maybe the, with this recent stock market rallies, it's always good to periodically at least to reallocate because we know the crash is coming. We know that the U.S. economy is cyclical, right? I mean, the recession is going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Hopefully, you know, we're a couple of years or even more from that point. But we know that historically, there's always going to be a downturn after a big run. We've been due for a while and we've defined the odds for a long time. So when we have the conversation w- with my investors, I tell them, you know, up front, I don't have a crystal ball, but here's what I'm doing. Here's what I recommend that you do. And then we take the conversation to how we can implement and how we can help them when we have something to offer.
1: When speaking to somebody that's only invested in their company's 401k or stock market or mutual funds, bonds, whatever it may be, what's the biggest rejection that you get or something that maybe as a real estate investor, you know, and speaking to investors that we should be prepared for when having that conversation with a person that, that hasn't invested in real estate, what are some rejections that you hear?
0: I think the number one rejection, uh, a lot of people don't even know that it's a possibility, right? Uh, so I'm going to have, for example, a webinar uh, next week on a topic that you can actually invest your retirement funds into real estate, including syndication. A lot of people don't know that. And obviously, Fidelity, Schwab, or uh, e <laughs> are not going to be able to help with that. So first of all, they're kind of in denial. They don't even know that it's an option. The second option is obviously there's fear involved. In terms of is this even possible? When I try to explain people, oh, by the way, you know, you could co-invest as little as fifty thousand dollars into a large apartment syndication, along with other people that are experienced, that know what they're doing, you know, with many years of experience on a sponsor side that will take care of the rehab work, and you know, you can be totally passive investor. A lot of people have a shock. In terms of understanding that it's even a possibility for them and after educating them and after giving them you know testimonials and stories and and my personal track record as an investor myself people do open up but it takes time you know many people we've had multiple conversations until they got comfortable and most importantly educated about that option
1: Is there any specific thing that you might help somebody with to help educate them or maybe a specific book that you might give a potential investor or something like that?
0: Yeah, so we actually do have a free report for busy professional that goes in depth, including charts and some comparisons for real estate versus a stock market. So if you go to our website, www.wealthymindinvestments.com, that come. We have that as an option as well.
1: You know, I like the quote that you would said when we first came on. You, you talked about have to have a wealthy mind to attract wealth. Could you speak to that a little more just about a wealthy, having a wealthy mind and maybe how you develop your mindset towards that?
0: Well, sure. I think it's a never-ending battle because there's, sure. there's so much negativity outside. You just turn on the TV. And, then you know, let's be honest, negativity sells and attracts more publicity and attention, right? But in my personal self-development journey, one of the big turnarounds and the breakthrough that I had personally was when I attended Tony Robbins' event at UPW back in 2014 or 15. It's been a while. And ever since then, my mind kind of shifted and focused on being more grateful. Mm. I wake up with a sense of gratitude, Every morning, I prime, if anybody is familiar with that, you know, morning routine, and just being in abundance and in gratitude. And uh, because you can, end of the day, you can attract wealth if you don't have the mindset set up correctly, right? So if you're positive, if you're outgoing, if you're upbeat, enthusiastic, end of the day, like, attract, like. So it starts with a mindset, and then ultimately real estate, that's what we chose as a vehicle to help other people to create that wealth.
1: Couldn't agree more. And I would even go even you know, a little further and say, even, you know, I could tell a big difference, even changing my nutrition. It changed me to or my mindset to the extent of being able to just think clearer and I just being able to remember things better and be able to focus better, more, be more clear, you know, made a big difference as well. But yeah, definitely morning routine is so important. You know, Alex, what do you tell somebody that's that busy professional right now that's thinking about the syndication business and how should they look at that first investment getting into real estate? you know because they're a little nervous they've been investing in the stock market whatever okay they're comfortable with that over there like you said all their buddies co-workers are doing that but now they're looking they're thinking okay you know i'm ready to to venture out that first time passively into a deal
0: yeah so get educated i mean there is a lot of free resources including our website you know you have an amazing podcast you interviewed so many people you know attend a few meetups local meetups talk to real person as well you know we're happy if you're in the area to meet up in person as well sometimes we go to conferences and travel I'll be in Texas uh, actually next week and just meet with people and Get around like-minded people, you know, that have been around the block, that they have done some of the deals and that they can show you the track record and they, they can show you all the pros and cons and what you need to look for. So just get educated to begin with. We never tell anybody to rush into the deal. There's always other deals that are available. But at one point, once you get educated, you can't sit on the sidelines either. So at one point when you get educated and feel confident, you need to actually pull the trigger and start investing. That's how you build track record yourself,
1: right. right? So how do you prepare for the potential downturn that everybody's talking about? And even, you know, you and I briefly discussed earlier.
0: Yeah. So we are looking for very conservative bills right now. So what I mean by that is we avoid bridge loans altogether. You know, whenever I see the deal that has a bridge loan, I'm like, you know what? This is not the right time to, to do that. So this is a short term. And a more riskier type of deal. That's one. Second, you know, we look for a cash flow perspective that will have a deal that will hopefully start paying off the cash flow upon the acquisition within a month or two. So we don't like the deals that have projections that there is zero cash flow. Six months or a year or so. So we invest for cash flow and we treat appreciation as a kind of a bonus, right? We also look for experienced operators and syndicators, the people that have 15, 20 transactions under their belt that can sustain a downturn because when it does happen, I think because you have experience managing many other properties, you can weather that storm and being able to hold until. The storm hopefully over so you'll be able to execute on your business plan so these are the things that we primarily focus on your cash flow experience and conservative underwriting because as you know you can massage any deal and look amazing right right but being able to have a conservative underwriting uh, with experience and having that cash flow sooner rather than later is a big factor for us
1: what's a way you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours so what we've done with my business partner
0: Ashish is recently we started to scale our business in terms of creating automation systems in play. We started to utilize active campaign. So we're putting together uh, emails, newsletters, webinar that I mentioned, how to use retirement funds into real estate. And we continue to also improve our social media exposure. So we're outsourcing some of the deals because obviously some of the works were so busy we still have day jobs we can't do everything ourselves so we we'll continue to juggle uh, the multiple balls being entrepreneurs entrepreneur that's that's how the life is and uh, we continue to make strides and you know make progress
1: Awesome. You know, Alex, I normally ask, especially operators, you know, the way that they care for investors so that they want to return to the next deal. But from your seat, you know, you've invested in so many and you're so well versed in the syndication business. I'd love to know something that stood out to you, maybe a couple of things that, you know, different operators have done, maybe one specifically something they've done that, you know, made you really want to invest in their next deal. Other than obviously great returns, maybe a couple of things that it was like, okay, this operator really stands out. He knows what he's doing. I like that. Yes. There's a
0: couple of them that specifically I look for the transparency, right? So I'd like to know even if the deals does go bad or maybe underperformed for a quarter, I'd like to have consistent updates. That's what I'm looking for. I'm also looking for somebody that, you know, I have a good relationship that I can email or I can call and ask questions and my questions are being answered. So the transparency and responsiveness is very important to me.
1: Yeah. What would you say is the, the number one thing that's contributed to your success? It's the mindset. <laughs> it goes back to the mindset.
0: I mean, again, you can't transpire something without first seeing it in your eyes, right? Seeing it in your mind. Uh, Bob Proctor is a very famous self-development person. I read many books. He has a saying that if you can see it in your eyes, you can have it in your hands. So if you can picture something in vision, that brighter future for yourself, then you will get to it. Obviously, there's work that needs to be done in order to get what you want, right? But it all starts with a mindset, with a vision.
1: Yeah, I think that visioning something like that just helps you to change your mind, doesn't it, or your mindset. And there's so much there in the mind that's so powerful. I can't agree with you more. All right, Alex, well, how do you like to give back? Okay, great. That's a good question uh, because I
0: do believe as part of a contribution Uh, Everybody needs to contribute beyond themselves. So there's a couple of things that I support to a couple of uh, organizations. Number one is cancer research. Uh, My partner and I unfortunately lost our fathers due to cancer. Mm. So as part of our dedication to building this business is we donate 10% of our income for each syndication acquisition that we create. And the second one is I have a good friend of mine, Ian Griffith. And he has a project, Gratitude, where pretty much every Friday, we do go to San Francisco downtown and we provide free meals to homeless people.
1: Wow. Thank you for giving back in that way. And and, uh, appreciate your time today. And tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you.
0: Please go to my website, www.wealthymindinvestments.com. You can download your free report specifically for busy professionals that goes in depth on the differences between investing in stocks versus real estate. You can also contact me directly at alex at wealthymindinvestments.com. There is an option to schedule a one-on-one call with me as well.
1: Awesome, Alex. That's a wrap. Thank you very much. Thank you, Whitney. I appreciate having me on your show. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode.